Are you extra husky? Yes, I'm extra husky tonight. I'm extra sexy. Wow, listen to you. (laughs) You sound like a truck driver hooker that's like 90 years old. How much you want for a blowjob? $20. $20. Wow, you you really retired high. $20 to make you holler. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Boy, you and I are a pair. Yeah, of just a fucking pear. <laughs> My God, of petri dishes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, no, no. I've been drinking tea with honey and lemon to keep my cough down, so you need to keep your cough in check. Please let me know that you've been sucking dick to get your voice that hoarse. No, I haven't. <laughs> God damn, we suck. Yep. The following show is for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. And because you are responsible for yourself, there won't be another fucking warning. One, two, three, four. Do you feel your sex life is quite lame? Scared that your desires might be strange? Come and join the kinky world of play. (laughs) (laughs) Hello and welcome to another podcast perfectly healthy version of perverted <laughs> podcast the show where we explore the adventures of a kinky lifestyle sex and and virus <laughs> recording on zencast are a little deeper and sexier than normal i'm path girl i am cal boogie and so uh i'll let you go first how did you get sick if it wasn't sucking dick i have no freaking clue everyone in my lab around me has been sick my son's been coughing after he had wisdom teeth surgery so pick pick your petri dish but uh who knows well did you at least get laid no actually donis was supposed to come over tonight and i asked him to come over tomorrow instead because i want to i i started some antibiotics for this crud so i had a z-pack on hand so i at least want to be on antibiotics 24 hours before he comes over but uh i did before i got sick I did do a uh, scene with Doc this weekend. Yay! Doc got his limbs back. Yes. Gimpy is back in the back in the saddle. <laughs> yeah. It took three months. Well, he he did a scene with uh, his partner Cat and another uh, uh, female uh, two three weeks ago, and he was just just starting to get back literally into the swing of things. So uh, this past <laughs> Saturday, get it? Yeah, I know, I know. But I didn't want to push him, so I was like, we knew we had this party coming up this past Saturday. I'm like, hey, put me on the top of the dance card, please. Like, sure, no problem. But, um, yeah, he did four scenes that night. He he got the blessing from his doctor to basically, you know, go as tolerated. So, um, yeah, I haven't done a scene with him in three months. It was been since Halloween. Oh, my gosh. So what did you guys do? Went on a cross, and we uh, used a ru- the rubber serrated flogger I, I, that I love so much, uh, a riding crop, a uh, dragon tail. Um, he has this new toy that one of his bottoms bought him called a, a Viper Tongue. Oh, it's like a black silicone, like with a triangle cut out. It is stingy as fuck. It sounds like it. Yeah, it, it's kind of like a forked tongue, kind of, but it's it's black silicone. It's really, really so stingy. it's kind of like a but, dragon's uh, tail, except it's got a forked tongue at the end and it's silicone. Yeah, pretty much, and it, it's it's only like twelve inches long, so it's real close contact. Yeah, about half the size of my dick. <laughs> <laughs> see what I did there? See. Yeah. Are you delusional with your sickness? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> but um also I bought a new toy which I got to try out. Um shout out to uh the Kinkery and JB and uh Kayla for their new thick stick. Ooh. So it's kind of like a cane. So it's a a long rectangular stick 
and it's got a nice uh, wrapped handle. One okay. side of it's kind of flat, and the other side of it's kind of um, curved a bit. So you can kind of get stingy and thuddy out of the same toy. Oh, nice. So they just, just flip it over. Yeah, pretty much so. Because, yeah, because Doc was using both sides. When he wanted to do the thuddy, he would kind of use the shorter, stubbier side. And then when he wanted to do the stingy, he kind of used the more flat, paddled side. So, oh, yeah, left left a couple of nice bruises. Oh, wow. So, yeah. uh so you had a good time then? Did you get all spacey? Yes. Were you able to get right back in the zone? Oh, yeah. I mean, it was, it was – especially there was really good music. I dropped right back in, and I, I, I even started, like, crying to the hand going, God, I miss this so much. <laughs> no, no Sue Studio? <laughs> no, oh, no, but I, 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 he was cackling over that. and that's, that's the running gag with our friends now. <laughs> oh, my God. It's fucking awesome. Still awesome. You got to listen to last week's show, kids. Go yes. back to 271. But no, you had a good scene. I'm real excited yes. about that. It's good. Back with Doc, and then uh, and then you'll get back. So now you got, basically, you have two tops now. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Yeah, pretty, well, pretty of, much. If Don, Don well, top tops you now. Yeah. Yeah, he's he, he's he's identified more as a switch because I mean for him, I even said to him like, "What do you consider being a switch?" He's like, "You climbing on top and doing stuff." I'm like, "That's not really a switch." I'm like, "Because just being sexually aggressive." <laughs> Girl, let me punch you in the nutsack and fist your asshole. <laughs> now you're a switch. <laughs> let me. Sh- His eyes would be like, "Woo, woo, red, red, every shade of red." <laughs> Well, that sounds like fun. I'm glad you had a good yes. time. I yes. have uh, some of my own things. I got a couple things. First, before I do that, um, I uh, we got some listeners that started a podcast, and I wanted to give them a shout-out because it looks like a lot of fun because in the library parking lot, I'm, I'm on one of those 2B things or whatever, and so I'm watching a lot of bad horror movies now. Oh, gosh. And so in the spirit of that, we have a listener – um, and they got a podcast called Coffee Flavored Horror. And basically, it's they review horror movies, like all the good, horrible horror movies. And uh, and here the thing says, horror movies and TV shows from anywhere and everywhere are up for discussion here. The question we ask, is the movie worth watching again? Or will Jerry drink the dreaded coffee? Which I don't know what the fuck that means. I don't know either. Because <laughs> I, I it's coffee-flavored horror. Maybe Jerry doesn't like coffee or mm-hmm. whatever. But uh, go check them out. I haven't had a chance to go listen to any of the episodes. But uh, really nice guy, listeners. And, uh, of course, we always want to give shout-outs to our fellow podcasts, especially right. if it's, it's fucking horror. And you watch a lot of horror, right? Oh, yeah. I love horror movies. I grew up on them. Yeah. Did you see Blood Rain? No, I haven't. There's a, there's a bunch lately I haven't seen. So I'm trying it's to think. Oh, the last, the last horror movie I saw was How, how Bad Is It? It's, it's, it's so bad. It's wonderful. Like, there's boobs. <laughs> That's all I care about. That's, yeah, that, that is my, that is my, I watched a movie uh, the other night called Femme Alien Cosmic Crush. And okay. it was like a bad titty sci-fi. And it used to piss me off whenever we'd watch horrible animes, but a boob showed up. I would, mm-hmm. ins- I don't know why, I just drop into this lower voice. And I just, the second <laughs> a boob comes on the screen, I say every time, this is the greatest show I have ever seen in my life. I love boobs and butts. I can't, that is the way to my heart. So when a lot of the cheesy horror flicks and sci-fis, like this fucking cosmic crush 
was the greatest because it had tentacles and a boob showed itself on the screen approximately every four minutes (laughs) of the movie. And I just sat there like an asshole in the library parking lot every four minutes. This is the greatest movie I have ever seen in my life. I love boobs. I and butts. I can't. Uh... I can't not. So probably not the best reviewer. You should go to Coffee Flavored Horror. They're on Spotify and Stitcher. But uh, bigger news. Yes. Which our perverted podcast listeners will be uh, happy to hear Count Boogie taking a step up in his life. I had my therapy session with Hathor, and she pissed me off. I don't know. She said something about going to North Carolina. Like, well, why don't you just go? And I'm like, well, I don't fucking want to go. I don't want to go to North Carolina because I fucking have to go to North Carolina. By the way, have I talked about the fact that I was thinking of moving to North Carolina just because you guys have a scene out there? Yeah, and you're, I, I, I had told you that I would love to have you here, but at the same time, I don't want you moving here just because, like, I'm here and my friends are here. Like, I want you to have a purpose to come out here and then, hey, cool, Path Girl's got this cool scene here she can introduce me to. So, Well, yeah, I mean, it's also cheaper rent. It's super oh, expensive yeah. to live here, and uh, and so, you know, and, and also I kind of felt since all the stuff that went down and all the shit I went through, I got to be honest, it, it you know, you start to run away in your head and you don't feel like you're welcome anywhere. And, right. uh, you know, cause a lot of the dungeons shut down and a lot of the places I would have gone, uh, aren't there anymore. And then it's a lot of swingers parties. And though I wish, and we'll talk about this in the segment when we do our bucket list segment, um, I wish I was more of a swinger, but I'm not a swinger. My penis does not show up for that. Right. It just doesn't. I wish it did. Um, so I don't really want to go to the swingers parties that have kink. Yeah. And so uh, I just kind of got into that zone where I haven't played and I haven't gone anywhere. And uh, and Hathor pissed me off by saying, well, why don't you just go to North Carolina? And I'm like, because I want to. And so then I said, God damn it, I'm going to find fucking something, go to a class or something. And I went on to the FETS and, and uh, started looking up and I found two separate munches that were run by people that I that I've known for a long time. Oh sweet. Awesome. Like I've I've really known these people mm-hmm. and I have a lot of history with them, but still I don't know. I'm in my head and I think everyone's talking shit and fucking hates me and you know is spreading rumors and whatever and I hate being places where I'm not welcome. That's right. why I never went back and fought more than what I fought. Cuz I'm just like fuck it. If I'm not welcome here, I'll fucking leave. So uh so I just, whatever came over me, I said, you know what? I'm a communicator. I'm just going to ask. And so both of these individuals I sent letters to, and I said, hey, you guys have a munch, and I want to start going out again mm-hmm. and uh, have a life. Is it okay if I show up to your munch? You know, I get in my head about things. And these people all both knew what fucking happened to me and how right. I got fucked over. So, um and it was amazing in like one hour, within an hour, and this was in the middle of the day, both of these people emailed me back and said, what the fuck are you talking about? We fucking love you. Um, we have all this history with you. One of the one of the ladies that ran the munch, she's like, you know, you were there when I first started going to munches, you know, made me feel welcome. You are welcome to fucking everything. Please come to everything that I do. 
Oh, that's and, awesome. And both of the, and I'm going to tell you not to be all mushy or whatever. <laughs> um, cause that's stupid, but I, you know, it, it helped break that, that kind of paranoia that, cause you know, I'm crazy. I'm like sit in the car, I'm fucking homeless, right. you know? So it really helped take me off that path, that program that I'm not welcome anymore. Cause right. it's just not true. I have a lot of history in Los Angeles in this community. I've done a lot of fucking cool things. I've made a lot of people feel welcome. Uh, and, and I've put a lot into the community just because some things didn't work out because of a few people being dickheads, you know, it doesn't mean it's everyone. And so, uh, so that the next day there was a munch mm-hmm. and I fucking went to the munch and, oh, that's so awesome. And I went and and I was like, it was so strange because the, the lady, she literally saw me and jumped up and ran over and just hugged me. Aww. And 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 it was so weird because I literally I hugged her and I pulled back and I'm like, you're the first woman I've touched in like a year. <laughs> It was like like all weird, like I had tentacles or something. She's all, ooh. And and so it was real nice. And I hung out and other people showed up. And then the the other guy that runs the other month showed up, who I have a lot of history with. And he gave me a big hug. And, and, uh, and, you know, we had a lot of fun bullshitting and talking. I almost got in trouble because I, you know, my social skills – Maybe you're not as observant as, you know, and I'm there because there was a new guy there. And so I jump right back into the light because I love orientation. I love giving that, you know, cheerleader thing to new people. Oh, yeah, definitely. And and so I'm talking to him and I guess I might have got a little loud and I'm talking about anal hooks or something. (laughs) And uh, one of the guys next to me is like, and I'm like, oh, shit. (laughs) But uh, so I curbed myself. But it was a it was a really nice night. And they're like, we have this thing, we have this thing, we have this thing. You're going to all of these things. You're back. Shut the fuck up. Um, <laughs> and I was like, okay. And that was it. Was uh, it was a it was a good moment for me. I was I left. I was really happy. And I and and it was just a switch. Yeah. Like they're like, oh, if you're not ready, you know, to go there. I go, no. I just needed the switch turned. Right. I'm real good when the switch is turned. I know I'm full of shit and paranoid mm-hmm. or freaking out. And sometimes you just got to go and challenge the switch. Right. And once you do, you're like, oh, this was stupid. I wasted a lot of time. Yeah. And uh, and it was great. And then the next morning I woke up and, and I was like, okay, well, you know, there's this munch and this. And, and then maybe these people are going to start having a party and uh, I can go volunteer and help Sweet. out there. That'd be great. And then all of a sudden I go, huh, I got a little... Uh, a little twitch oh. in my throat. Oh, what's that feeling? Oh, whatever, going to move on with my day. And then all of a sudden I'm like, oh, I feel a little, a little achy. Yeah. <laughs> a little fucking, you know, late afternoon, I have a full-blown fucking fever. Aww. And I'm like, God fucking damn it. One fucking munch. <laughs> One munch. Path Girl, I have been dying for five days. I was literally stuffed in my car and curled up in storage with massive fever, coughing, Mm. lungs wheezing. I'm all, that's a hell of a hug. 
<laughs> yeah, but you know what? I take that as that's your reintroduce, reintroduction into society germs. And now that maybe you've been inoculated with society, you can go back out to these munches and events when you're feeling better. But I'm so glad they welcomed you with open arms. I, I, I try to tell you all the time, there's so many people that love you and care about you and want to be friends with you. And yeah, you got a couple of fucking assholes who are at a certain place, but there's so many other people that you've left an impact on, or even like the new, new people will be like, Hey, that boogie guy's kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's hard when you don't, yeah, whatever. Yeah. You, you know, you <laughs> I'm whatever. proud of you for going. I'm Thank very proud you, of you, mommy. <laughs> Let me You're suckle. Old at, to be my dad, shut up. <laughs> Let me suckle at your breasts. You ain't going to get nothing out of there. <laughs> Mama. Let me just suckle. Conundrums in my brain, I masturbate just like a rocket. I do believe, indubitably, this makes a good host topic. <laughs> blah, 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 host. It's time for us, Path Girl. Yes, Boogie. To bring, hang on a sec, I gotta cough my lungs out. <laughs> How do I sound? What's it was a magical Leo Pluridon, Charlie. Look out for the blah blah blahs. Oh my god, don't get us started on film cow. Oh my god, because we did not review Mittens the Cat Detective, which we might do yes, later. And, and and I watched it and I actually I had to say it, I kinda liked it. Of course you fucking liked it. Meow 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 Oh oh mittens. Mittens a corpse is not a box, mittens. I'm not gonna bring you to these things anymore. Meow 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 meow. Hey, isn't that Joe from the Italian place down the street? Well so okay. Basically people go look up mittens. The crime solving cats, fourteen uh, I think years it's old. Film the detective, cow. yeah, the detective cat or something, something yeah. like that. <laughs> but that's not what we're in this host topic to yes. talk about. We're talking about something that I think, because I did think, because you had come up with this idea of like, oh, you know, New Year, let's uh, let's uh, hop into our you know kinky bucket list. Mm-hmm. You know, what are the things you want to do? And then I'm like, oh, that's going to be fun, and blah 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 blah. And then I thought about it, and. And I thought everyone kind of has that that bucket list, mm-hmm. but has anybody really? I mean, people take action on it. I've taken action on mine, obviously. Right. But like to actually, have you actually written it? I haven't written the scene out, but like for two of them, I have a very like detailed. Um, list in my head of like, I want this to happen and that to happen, like the seven or eight things I want to happen during that scene. So now you have a specific scene. So let's, before we jump into our own personal, let's, let's talk over the idea of creating a bucket list, because I know a lot of people go through their life and they don't accomplish their bucket life lists for whatever right. things the the excuses, the distractions, the, I haven't done but, you know, and of course, there's bucket lists in life, you know, you know, get this car, get a house, jump out of a plane, mm-hmm. you know, you know, whatever your fucking thing is. But in in kink and your sexuality, I think a lot of time we keep a lot of our fantasies there and then you don't live in the right area. You don't have the right partners, blah, blah, blah. And you're like, oh, this will just never happen. And. Right. I think that's kind of sad. 
Yeah, or at least you could try to fulfill part of it or, you know, bounce it off your friends and kind of think of different ways where you can actually fulfill that fantasy or that bucket list item. I think step number one, Path Girl, tell yourself you deserve a bucket list. Yes. Say it with me, Path Girl. I deserve deserve a bucket list. I deserve a bucket list. I deserve it. I deserve to have my fantasies. I deserve to have whatever it is. It doesn't matter if it's crazy or wild or stupid or fetishy or, you know, you want a double blow job or fucking, you know, fucking have something shoved up your ass while you jump out of a plane, you know, mm-hmm. which, by the way, that would be insane. Fucking anal <laughs> skydiving anal play uh, would be I would not recommend skydiving hook pull. Anal hook pull, oh, skydiving, no, 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 my, no, no, at 120 no. miles an hour, whatever the speed of inertia, blah, blah, blah. No, I don't think red, that's a good red, idea. Shade of red. Unless the <laughs> anal hook was hooked to your partner's parachute, and then when you kind of soared one way, the anal hook wouldn't get... No, because then it would rip the anal hook out when yes. they fucking... Yeah, no, boogie, when they slowed no, rapid. Bad, okay, boogie, no. Yeah. But, 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 but. But you are entitled to whatever fantasy that you have, and you should be able to write that down. You should be able to strive to have something or have something as close as you can before you fucking die, because we have one life. Right. We have one life, and it could end right now. You could be sitting there, a meteor come right through, heart attack, whatever it is. You never know. So the longer we put off that bucket list and doing those things that make us happy, that we can say we stepped outside of ourselves and explored our sexuality, I think is really, really important. It's I've seen a lot of people like over the years go, oh, I'd love to do this. Oh, I'd love to do that. But my current partner let won't let me or my, you know, the financial constraints even or, you know, you got kids or whatever. There's ways that you could take that fantasy and make it reality. You know, I know people that are like into gigantism where it's like they imagine that, you know, they're 20 feet tall and their girlfriend's like, you know, two foot tall. And it's like, oh, I can't physically make myself 20 feet tall. Well, could you maybe make like a little model city and you stomp through it like sure, you're 20 sure. feet tall? You know, there's, way, there's ways to, to, to do that. There's ways to, you just got to think outside the box a little bit. I think that is really the key is that, you know, there, there's a process. The first thing you need to do is you need to write down your bucket list. I want to do fire play. I want to do anal hook pull. I want to have two partners. I want to get a double blow job or double oral or make out with a girl or a guy or whatever your thing is. Go ahead and write down that list. Do it today. Do it within the next two hours. Write down one thing that you're like, I really want to do that. Because it's part of that like manifestation theory. Right. Like if you if put you actually put it in yeah. front of yourself. Because sometimes when I just keep shit in my head, I'm like, oh, that sounds nice. And then I run away from it, you know, and then <laughs> I don't think about it for 10 years. But if you actually make yourself a list, then you can actually start looking at what's more realistic and what's going to take work. And then what type of work is that going to take? Is your list is is your list something that a partner is going to be into? Is it something that would be illegal? You know, you want to go and cut <laughs> off baby arms and fucking oh! chew them or something? Uh, you know, 
Wow. Probably baby there. baby chewing is is illegal. It's kind of frowned upon, yes. But, you know, you could always uh, get a partner and then make cookies. Or you can get baby doll arms from, like, Salvation <laughs> Army, clean them up, and then chew on baby <laughs> arms. Chew on baby arms. Oh, pig's legs. You can do pig's feet. Those are kind of like baby arms. <laughs> <to> just... <laughs> See? We're thinking outside the box, people. Thinking outside the box. I knew I was going to go bad with this. I, I can't help it. <laughs> But whatever your thing is, obviously, you don't want to harm people. You don't want to do things non-consensually. You don't want to eat actual baby arms um, unless they've been aborted. Then then go ahead. Um, what? 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 It's a hot, oh, it's a hot joke topic right now. Uh-huh. Let it go. But you can find out if those – we don't have listeners. It doesn't really matter. Um <laughs> What is important is that you can now start to see what is this one going to be financially difficult? Do I have to travel for this? What type of training do I need for this? What type of training does my partner need for this? Right. If you have a partner, if you don't have a partner, how do I get a partner? Is it possible? Do I have to save money? Do I, I, I saw a movie once. It was an independent movie. I went, it was like a buddy and they rented a theater and they had a movie there that they shot. And there was this scene where the guy was talking about getting a double blow job. And this was before I had ever, uh, ever gotten into the lifestyle. (coughs) You look good for you. Um, (laughs) And I had never done any of these things. And I'll never forget in this movie, this guy just like literally, I don't know if he looked at the camera or whatever. And he's like, spend your paycheck, spend two paychecks, buy two girls, climb to a mountain, Whatever you have to do, do not die until you've had two women suck your dick at the same time. Okay, then. You do it. And I'll never forget that because what that said to me is, you know, you can hire people Mm -hmm. to help you live out your fantasies. People do it all the time. People have their their sex fantasies and and their, their partners aren't into it. Um, or they've never found a partner that was into it, and you can hire professional sex workers. Definitely, that you can negotiate a lot of these types of play scenes with. There are pro dungeons, you know, whatever. If you have to fly somewhere, save fucking your vacation money for three years, I, I'm just, yeah, you got to do it. Yeah, you can't just go through life and die empty. Take that initiative now obviously if you're in a relationship with a partner and they don't want you to do things then those are going to have to be role plays and whatever you know get a blow-up doll and do that with your partner whatever you're gonna have to find right or i'm sorry just me or dump your partner and go fucking live your life Uh, i'm sorry (laughs) unless there's kids you still have to take care of the fucking kids but if if you're going to be with somebody that you can't enjoy your sexuality with and it's really important to you then fuck off um (laughs) probably not a show for christian married couples (laughs) right here um because you i just so many people just die empty well even besides dying empty i mean it's just if you have that fantasy and you don't fulfill it in some way, that starts breeding resentment, and that's going to start yes. creeping into your 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 head and into your into your relationships and into your job and into your kids. And it's just 
you know, I can completely understand if, if a partner doesn't want to help you fulfill that, they may turn around and go, oh my God, no. But that's when you start thinking about, well, what would you do? Or could you take small steps toward getting that partner? To, well, okay, fine. You don't want to eat baby arms, but could we chew on like chicken arms or something? You know, something like <laughs> sure, that. Sure. Nothing, nothing says loving like chicken leg chewing. <laughs> no, but I totally hear what you're saying. It's you can find a way to at least achieve some level of your bucket list. Right. And it really did kind of touch me in a different way because I went to the munch and I'm back, you know, trying to get back in and I'm fighting my way back in. But I also had to think, why did I wait so long? Because I'm going to be goddamn honest. And if you've listened to the show for any amount of time, you'll know I achieved, I have nothing left on my bucket list. I literally don't have a bucket list because I I put in the time and energy and I learned skills and I did things and I communicated with partners and I have like all of the things that I was really curious about I did okay multiple times and then when I came into the lifestyle I I got to create all these new bucket lists mm-hmm. and I got to do that and and it gave me the ability to just survive. Like now, if I never play again, I mean, that would suck fucking balls, but yeah, but I'm okay because there's a part of me that I'm very proud of myself that I went out and I, I did something. Even if I'm not doing it now, if I never do it again, I will die knowing that I put, my fantasies and my sexual desires and my desire for my sexual self that I made that a priority. And that's a good feeling. And it really has helped me survive some really dark times to just know that there's proof that I actually gave a shit about myself. And I don't know. I'm just real moody about that. Well, see, let me push back on you on that for a minute. So I know, obviously you say, Everything that was on your bucket list, you've pretty much done. But part of your daddy dom side and taking care of your partners is helping them fulfill their fantasies. Case in point, you with an octopus and, you know, uh, 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 pools full of Orbeez and all kinds of stuff. Part of what makes you a daddy dom is seeing the look of joy on your partner's faces when they're getting their needs filled. Sure. So maybe you don't have a bucket list per se. But fulfilling someone else's bucket list would be awesome as well. Well, no, I had a bucket list. Mm. I am a man. You better believe having two women at the same time and the double blow jobs and, Mm. you know, all of the different, uh, you know, surely the sexual things, you know. Right. And then it starts happening and... And then now it's it incorporates like what you said, where it's the other people and their experiences and things like that, because it's like, oh, this is actually amazing. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of responsibility, but it is amazing. And I want other people to experience that on the other end. But yes. Oh, I absolutely had a bucket list. I've lived every teenage fantasy that I fucking had Uh minus a couple being on stage in front of a million people and letting chicks suck my dick, you know, under <laughs> sheets while on stage singing to people. <laughs> I haven't got that one yet. 
See, there's still something on your bucket but, list. But yeah, uh, I've had sex on boats and whatever. I don't care about having sex on a plane unless it's a private jet with a bed in the middle. I have zero fucking desire to crawl in that shitty fucking two foot by two foot bathroom with somebody <laughs> and attempt to fucking somehow get my dick in them. I have zero mm-hmm. desire for that. Uh, yeah, same. On a on a plane, <laughs> but yeah, if there if it was, it'd be cool, you know. If it was a bed on a plane, what's left on your bucket list? Um, there's only three that when I sat and thought about it, really came to mind. Uh, one of them would be, and uh, I don't know how much I could do this with my physical capabilities, doing like a predator prey chase and kind of takedown and capture scene, mm. like out in the woods somewhere. Oh my god, that'd be so fucking hot. Nice. <laughs> Just kind of like, you know, go running out in the woods and get like a three or four minute head start and just have to hide from somebody and then eventually have somebody just pounce on me and put me up against a tree and just, oh. Yeah, is that what they're <laughs> going to do? Oh. No, that would be me. Oh. <laughs> Dripping wet from the knees. <laughs> wow. I mean, but, that's still, um, so that's still a possibility that you could put that together, surely with Doc and the kids. Yeah, it's just I'm very klutzy and I have a lot of orthopedic issues since I got hit by a car um, team million years ago. So it's just kind of like the idea of me actually running through the woods. I probably bust my ass. <laughs> well, I mean, maybe. OK, now, once again, talking about like what you said in adapting, what mm-hmm. if it was a either a 20 minute head start <clears throat> or it was you were just out camping? Oh, I know. Oh, so you See, don't have. This to, is why you need to talk to your kinky friends. So you don't. Yeah, you don't have to. You don't have to run anywhere. You know, running is a difficulty, so you can adapt. Oh. So you're still. It's still predator prey. They're still stalking yeah. you. It could be like I'm in a tent, and all of a sudden, like the bears attacking the tent, and you feel. Rah, 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 yeah, yeah. Or the they tent. just. Oh my Yeah, oh, they just yes. come in okay. and just rip the tent. Or you just see a knife go through the tent, and then oh. they just grab your leg and drag you. And fuck your brains out. Okay, okay, keep going. I'm, 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 li- I'm liking this. I'm Is it good? Going. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, tie you over. <laughs> you know, tie you to a tree. Start. You know, yeah. just fucking ravage you, make you whatever, and then just walk away. Oh, fuck. Um. Okay. Note to self: need to call Donis and Doc after show. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so. So there, so you can make an adaption. What's uh, what's another okay. one on your bucket list? Um, I've always, and this is actually something I was pursuing with one of my previous partners, doing a vampire roleplay scene with actual blood drawing fangs. Oh, they are they are out there. Yeah, to do because I mean I love biting, especially between like the shoulder blades and the right. back of the neck, and I would just love to get one of my partners an actual blood drawing pair of fangs. So that way they could bite me and it's like actually being bitten and drawing blood. Hmm. Oh my God. Yeah. That's just basically having, taking somebody to a fang smith and um, like they do in the, the, in Hollywood making custom fangs. Right, um, right. And it's just understood that, you know, when you're go- getting these done, if you fuck up your teeth because, you know, the guy's not a dentist. Okay. But, you know, play responsibly kind of thing. So, right. so in other words, go to someone reputable before they yes. attach things to your teeth that when you sink them into your shoulder, they're going to snap your canines. 
Yeah, yeah. There, there, there's, there's several reputable fangsmiths. I mean, they're known throughout the vampire and goth community. Sure, but, sure, sure. Um, that make like prosthetic things that kind of clip in and out, but they actually make the ones that are metal that actually will draw blood. And obviously, just you know, don't bite someone on the inner thigh where you know they're they're all their your my major arteries. Femoral are, so, artery. Yeah. You're like, oh yeah, y'all. So why are there two puncture moves? It was a, it was a big snake. It's a big snake. I didn't explain that one to my GYN. <laughs> uh, yeah. You're all, but actually, my. Well, why are all the other teeth prints all around the uh, fang marks? And you're like, I don't know. Maybe the, maybe it was a. It was a bunch of snakes. It was a cow snake. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking cow snake, man! It's cow snake. It's got all them flat cow teeth, but fangs. No. All right, no, I killed Path no. Girl. Sorry. All right, no, but actually, my, the the one, the last one is actually the one I think I probably could do the easiest, and I want to do like a Dexter type scene. I don't know if people oh. have shown, seen the show Dexter, where you know Dexter when he used to kill people, he used to kind of saran wrap them to a table, sure, and like they couldn't move. Um, and just basically like he would normally cut their cheek to kind of take a blood sample as a trophy, right? right. And just you know do something like that where it's just like I'm like like tied down to a table or saran wrapped to a table and basically just have a top just kind of make all these little cuts all over my body just very shallow or even like sure. pretending to make all these cuts like they have the the fake you know knives they use in hollywood no you can do it for like, real come on yeah it's it, I, it, it would, I could do some of it but it's just i don't want to walk around like a like a pin cushion but like especially like the the idea i have is also especially if you use it with fake blood you can make cuts all over the body and then eventually, like, I'm just covered and soaked in fake blood. And then eventually, you know, when it gets hot enough, just kind of get ripped out of the saran wrap and fucked. It's just, oh, my God. <laughs> Let me tell you something, Pathcrow. I've done a lot of blood mm. of those blood play Dexter the Room scenes. I, uh, I was with Mew, and that was literally her Christmas present. I did it with Abyss. <gasps> I did it with Bunny. Um, uh, they were all blood people. And mm. you can make, if you use a scalpel and even going shallow, if you use a scalpel in cups, suction cups, mm. um, you can make a dex, uh, you can make a bloodbath with just like five, six cuts. And you can draw the blood out. And, uh, or even if you get somebody that learns how to do a blood draw, uh, mm. and can tap a vein. Uh, oh either. yeah draw some up ahead of time yeah, yeah and then or just during and just fill a cup mm. and splash it on you and smack you around and oh. i like how i'm getting myself all queasy even though i've done <laughs> all of these hideous scenes that are well, just that's why blood i said mess. the fake blood you know no 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 you got to do real blood if you're into blood just do real blood you can get the cuts but if you're not into the cuts, then yes, do the do the fake blood. But I know you; you're well, a fucking vampire. Yeah, but I, just the idea, of just rolling around it and like and all that blood is. Oh my god! Uh, I feel hot. my chest just <laughs> compressing right now. I can do blood. Uh, I can do it when I'm. I just can't think about it or talk about it. Oh god, my veins are icing up. <laughs> God. Oh, there he goes. He's dying on us, people. Holy shit. Well, yeah. I'm like, let me tell you about blood. My brain's like, don't don't tell her about blood. <laughs> don't don't. Just don't no, do no, it. No. Oh, don't do it, dude. I'm such a fucking walking fucking cognitive dissonance. Uh, 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 uh. 
Uh, moral of the story, people. Write your list. Your kinky butt. Yeah, write your list. Put it out in the universe. Talk with your partners. Talk with your friends. Brainstorm ideas. Go have fun. Should you pet it? Should you wet it? What's the proper way to get it? We don't want you to regret it. So we answer stuff from Reddit. Enigma? Boogie? I am very, very excited about you being here. Oh. I am. I thought about Mm -hmm. it. I thought about it a lot. I thought about our lottery fantasy. Oh, yes, yes. That was shortly before... I failed to win the lottery. Um, but up until that moment, it was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. But, but then someone else won, and I realized that uh, that was not going to happen this week. <laughs> <laughs> we were not going to be able to buy our consensual island of adult horny sluts. Right, right. That That is unfortunate. Which I never understood that. It's like all the rich guys, they just... I don't understand. If you could just get away from fucking underage women and just have an island with consenting adult women, they'd go go for it. I mean, because I would, like, if a rich chick came up and she's like, hey, you want to come over and fuck me and swim in my swimming pool and eat steak and, you know, watch cool movies and whatever, I'd be like, yes, totally a good consensual time. Like, you can fuck a chick in a bar or you could, you know, go fuck a millionaire in a fancy place and swim in a pool. I think it's it's a fair trade. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and like just being a sugar daddy to to several horny sluts sounds absolutely fantastic. Yeah, I mean, just well, I don't know about the sugar daddy thing because then it feels you know more. <laughs> I, I don't mind creating an environment because that's what I did with the love lab. I'm gonna make the pancakes and you know and mm-hmm, and we mm-hmm, have the mm-hmm. stuff and I'll facilitate the. But the sugar daddy kind of implies that you're gonna be giving them money and stuff like that and i'm like no 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 i'll make pancakes and supply a cool environment and if i was rich then there would be swimming pools and you know it'd be real fun and there'd be like a total uh wax play room and a fire play room and then an entire room that's dedicated to blanket fort building with eye bolts in the walls like i got it all planned out right right i got it all planned out and you're there i would be there you would be there in that in that fantasy <laughs> but then I lost but not, the lo- n- but not in your fantasies. Well, Just no. like in the fantasy of the island. Well, in the fa- yeah, you're <laughs> on the island. You you're mm-hmm. not I mean, there'll be times where we'll have the main party rooms and then we'll all kind of play and party mm-hmm. and have a nice time together, you know. Right, right. But then of course I will have, you know, we'll have to have separate harems. Oh, of course. You know, you'll have your hair because you're in the inner circle. You know, you know, you're part of the show and, you know, <laughs> you're definitely in the upper inner circle. And so if you're in the inner circle, you get your own harem room. Oh, because, very nice. Very yeah, nice. I can't. I can't, you know, with because let me tell you, there's going to be millions of women that will tolerate our looks to have a fun swimming pool and and sushi and 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 a fun place to play. Okay, boogie boogie. We've talked about this before. They they would not tolerate us. There are plenty that find you hot and would come over because you're a millionaire, but also because they think you're hot. I'm not going to say that it's cuz of hot. I'm going to definitely reject <laughs> that. I'm going to I'm going to say whatever you've been doing today probably included narcotics if we're thinking 
<laughs> that people are going to think we're hot. No, it's about the package. And the package is we have a personality. We work hard on that personality. We validate our partners. We want them to have a great experience. We want them to have fun. As you know, We want to have fun. They want to have fun. So as far as a package of what would be attractive to a woman in a partner, I think in that you and I have some good qualities. Okay. Okay. But ex- ex- externally, like I haven't told you about the video idea I want you to do with me. Um, and it very <laughs> much, literally I'm cutting out pictures of like Michael B. Jordan and Chris Hemsworth and holding them over my face to sing okay. because okay. I don't think anyone's going to click on the video if I'm singing. But they might if Chris Hemsworth is singing. Anyway, that's a whole mm-hmm. another thing. God damn it, Enigma. <laughs> Outside of the fantasy, have you had any real time fun? Um, I haven't had uh, a whole lot of like super kinky fun. Um, I this past week I did actually talk to a couple of new people to me, and uh, that it was at the same party and it was it was very interesting in my head like two separate friends brought people um to to a community out here and uh and and both of them were like new to the community and so i i got to a play kind of uh, host and and give them tours and whatnot but then we also started talking about kink and the conversations went very very smoothly it was just it was very in a in, a, in the kink way in the kink world it was a very wholesome um wholesome time and then no today's tuesday sunday night um me and one of the people like stayed up chatting on discord for a few hours and just like talking about random shit it was just it wasn't super kinking but it was very wholesome and and (laughs) i'm 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 on board for for where it's going you know it we call it groundwork Exactly. That is the groundwork. That is, I mean, that is actually, you know, people, and we talk about it, we haven't talked about it on the while in the show, but groundwork is very much part of the natural order. They used to call it courting, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's a weird name, but courting, like you're, you know, <laughs> um, but that's the whole, that like the buildup. And that's actually very exciting. That get to know you process, that finding mm-hmm. those common grounds. And then of course there's flirtation. And, and then of course, if there's some chemistry there, then it builds and builds and builds. And that is kind of a, it's a lost art in some ways, you know, that it, that it is okay. Now, of course, if you go to the dungeon and both of you show up horny and you have that conversation for five minutes and you're like, hey, what did you come here for? I came here to fucking have someone's fingers inside of me. OK, great. Then I'm good with that. Let's go. But there is something like you said to that building that little tit for tat and and using your conversation skills and your communication skills to develop something. It kind of, I mean, it it's we call it wholesome but it's 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 kind of cool yeah and and uh, like as as a demi like it's it's very nice to be able to to have that have that time and um to to build up to stuff because like i'm not into pickup play i'm not into quickies and one nights or maybe quickies but not one night stands (laughs) it's just um and so it was just it, it it made made the demi romantic side of me very very happy to like um, maybe be building into something and maybe they don't turn into anything grand, but like it was a good time in the moment. And um, I am, I am hopeful for, like I said, I'm hopeful for what's going to come next. 
I mean, you never know. In another day, yeah. you could be wearing a, a chicken suit and giving them hard anal. I mean, it's just you never know where those things are going to go, and you, you gotta you gotta push. You got to push the chicken. <laughs> you got to push your cock. That's that's what you got to In, do. Into the butt. Yep. Into you got to push butt. your yep. cock straight into the ass. That's mm-hmm. that's that's what people are. Uh, that's what we're going for. Mm-hmm. I always have to end with something horrible and perverted because <laughs> I can have no wholesome things in my life. I talk a good game, but in reality, I, I do feel very insecure if I'm not a whore 24 hours a day. That being said, mm-hmm. we're going to talk about something that's kink, but when not to kink. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if this is on the same lines of what we were just talking about, but it was a very interesting Reddit that I read and uh, and you were all over it and that was uh, so it makes it exciting to have this conversation with you because it is it is kind of serious okay it's not kind of serious it's fucking serious it's really it's, it's pretty serious yeah. it's really really super serious but also it's very empowering to give yourself that permission to pause when you need to pause and it's a chance to be a better person it's a chance to be more supportive of your partner. So there's a lot of positives here, but at its base, it's kind of fucked up. So um, the headline is sub is hurting themselves. Should I stop our play until this is resolved? Which in general, you would just start with yes, but there's um, there's dynamics here and we'll talk about that. So I'll paraphrase the sub believes already when they started their relationship that they have kinks that are rooted in trauma now that can obviously we know can either be something with work can be something that's beneficial and empowering or it can Mm -hmm. be something that takes it right back down to that trauma uh depending on how it's done so the the dom who identifies as a very new dom that's why they're reaching out um which i was very proud of says you know he's very careful around certain kinks because the sub is very into cutting and like shallow cuts on their stomach and so the dom is trying to be responsible i related very much to this that he waits for the little scratches to heal before he adds more and he Mm -hmm. you know he tries to be cognizant to not push too much but at the same time still you know try to enjoy the play so when they started this relationship because this person had a past in self-cutting and self-harming for the negative reasons, the survival reasons, they said, I don't want you doing this to yourself. They said a, they said a limit and they said, I don't want you to cut yourself or harm yourself unless, of course, it's in play and we're doing this together, blah, blah, blah. We can work through it together, which I thought was a, a great limit uh, to have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think it's a good yeah, limit. It's solid. Yeah. yeah, it's a solid, it's a solid, solid limit. Um, but the submissive, after a few months, started creeping back into self-harm, self-cutting, uh, and doing these things, even burning themselves. And so the the Dom steps in and said, Hey, you're harming yourself. We agreed that you weren't gonna do it. And then the sub's response is, Oh, I'm sorry, I know I shouldn't do this. You should punish me for mm-hmm. this. And so that brings us to the final uh, quotes of this dominant. I'm fairly new to this stuff, and I don't have experience in self-harm. So I'm kind of in the dark. Should I put this on hold or just cut back on the knife stuff or keep going is normal? And uh, 
my first definitely be- not that last that, yeah. definitely not that last one <laughs> i agree and i'm gonna let you go first but i just i first want to say that having these types of forums and this the bdsm advice subreddit has is uh i've said it before even though you know some of the stuff is kind of you know fantasy advice there's a lot of really good kinksters on there that are actually mm-hmm. in there giving some pretty solid advice. I saw some great comments uh, made to this person, but I just I want to show support not just for what we do on Perverted Podcast and what they do, but just every everybody in general who creates a group that allows new people to ask these honest questions because that can be really embarrassing that can be because you're like this is something that's kind of over my head and it can be very embarrassing especially when you're trying to be like the dom and you know i have an answer and a plan and that sometimes you get in a situation all of us do where it is kind of like hey maybe i should get some support on this even though it sounds from what they wrote that they already knew what the answer was. Yeah. But they just, they just needed that support. And I just want to say it is so awesome and so important for us to have these outlets that people can ask these questions. So they don't just take a guess. Cause if they take the wrong guess, it can be fucking disastrous. Oh, for sure. So you go ahead. Okay. Uh, well, yes, I, I would definitely say that we need to, or he, they need to stop the kink for a, like I would do just pause the entire dynamic um, because there's there's definitely some some deeper stuff happening here. Right. Um, I, I I personally have had I had a partner who um, used self harm as a way of manipulation, and mm. so and like it was a way to base basically. TLDR, I was in a poly uh, poly triad, and this person would use self-harm as a way to get my attention from the other person onto them. Oh. And so, ah, it was super fun. Toxic um, as fuck, man. Oh, yeah. Um, but, but so, so, and so when, when that, ha- w- w- once I finally got on board with what was happening, um, and, and, and caught up to, to what was, what, what the the actual intentions were like it just became a, okay no this needs to stop because it's either either this relationship is is toxic for them or they're just a toxic person either way it just it, everything needs to pause and we need to talk and we need to figure out what's happening and so i think specifically that's what that's what needs to happen here because if if this person is um, is basically using their dom's uh, sadism as a kind of an excuse to start self-harming again. That is something that needs to be discussed, and it doesn't necessarily need to be discussed between you. This is this is an opportunity, and we've talked about therapy before. This is a good opportunity to be like, you need to talk to somebody who knows what they're talking about and is comfortable talking about these topics, and and can can help. It might need to be a almost couples couple counseling couples counseling situation um where the dom and the sub go to counseling maybe a couple times a month or once a month or whatever the schedule needs to be and to to help figure out where this dynamic needs to be or just help this this submissive who is is using is is using the way that we use kink in a very um and i'm gonna say negative way because in 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 both instances in both as a 
both as sadomasochism and in self-harm the idea behind this is it's releasing endorphins it's it's sure, kind of sure it's it's releasing those tensions that you haven't been able to get elsewhere and like we've even talked about cathartic kink before and how getting getting that getting flogged getting um use, using knives in this case and d- that's just that endorphin rush can be very cathartic um but when when it's used for self-harm when it's used specifically because the person uh wants that that sort of um i, 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 I almost want to say like negative reinforcement then sure it becomes incredibly dangerous, dangerous for both of them because the, the, the Dom doesn't know how far the sub is necessarily going to go with their self harm. And so if he's waiting for stuff to heal um, and doesn't know that there's maybe other, other injuries elsewhere, there's other uh, self harm stuff that's happened. They could be doing more damage without, without knowing it. And the, the sub is, is keeping that from them. And so it's going to make it even more dangerous in the future. Yeah, absolutely. The the sub is 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 clearly at least in this based on what's written, uh clearly mm-hmm. in crisis and and I like what you talked about the difference between pain. I call it pain for survival because I was a big cutter, a big self-harmer. Um okay. and so when you talk about the negative, you talk about it as a negative that is an attempt. I'm not talking about the manipulation when like in your situation where they're trying to, you know, manipulate you blah 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 um but when you're talking about self-harm for survival purposes that's somebody who doesn't have the tools to deal with their crisis anxiety or trauma in a healthy way so they just cover it up and they change their brain chemistry real quick to get them out of the anxiety and um and that is something that you know, it goes on a spectrum. You know, when is it right to play? When is it not right to play? When is it perfectly healthy? When is it not? Is catharsis completely healthy? Is catharsis not healthy? You know, there's, of course, there is is a spectrum. And at some point, you just got to do the best with the best information you have. Right. If you have access to great therapy, I agree with you. Surely get in great therapy. If you can find a therapist that is kink friendly and understand also the dynamics of self-harm in that spectrum of survival to toxic manipulation, then absolutely. These are things that you as the, as the Dom need to say, do I want to hang out for this? You know, mm-hmm. cause I mean, it's just the reality at this point from what's written, the person is not getting help. No, whether it's therapy, whether it's support, whether it's, you know, getting support groups and doing writing or joining a 12 step program. I mean, there's other types of support other than therapy. There's other groups of people that have done the work getting away from self-harm for the negative reasons. There are there are definitely tools. But what's what's very clear is this contract was broken by the submissive. The top set a rule and said, this is not acceptable. When they started doing that, that blurred the lines and broke the game. Mm -hmm. So you need, that's why I agree as well. You need to stop and reassess what that game is. Now then, is it stop everything? 
you know, that's triggering and then maybe still do a little bit of sensual play and role play or whatever. You know what? That's fucking up to you. Mm -hmm. For me, if I saw this behavior, that would be a dead stop on the relationship. Reevaluate. We are not going to continue unless you are willing to take efforts healing your trauma. Yeah. I'll be there if there's action and I'll be there if a person is like, yeah, I'm going through trauma and sometimes you take a step back and so, you know, that I understand all of that. Yeah. I will still be with you on that. But at that point, when something is broken like that, if the person is not willing to make efforts to grow, they are going to drag me down a pit of death with them and I'm not going. Not going to go. Yeah, and that, and that's something I had to figure out with with the the partner that I was with. It was just their their use of self harm and their use like it was literally manifesting into actual like psychosis. And yeah, it was, it was just something that like I, I, I it it took longer than you know from the outside it should have, but like it definitely had to be. I had to I had to end it because it just it became a incredibly toxic environment for me to be in which you know isn't isn't healthy for anybody yeah because you're um, just and especially when you just get to that point to where you're actually harming the dominant because mm -hmm. you're just manipulating and using them for whatever your things that aren't helping you and then not only is that using somebody which isn't a great relationship to be in unless you've negotiated that it's whatever there's no actual relationship but it's just for play but mm -hmm. but you're now at the point of actually also if you are the dominant in that situation and you are playing with a clearly person that is in crisis that needs to do some work and you continue to play with them, you are now in danger of being that predator because yeah. you know better. You know this person is in crisis. You know they're having problems. You know they've blurred the line between for play play and for real real and you are still <laughs> continuing to play with them. You are yeah. now being the asshole, and that and people that will come back and and believe me that bottom depending on uh you know it's not an absolute but many of them will come back and to deny their responsibility and their own fucking shit will blame the top. Well, he right. made me do this, and I didn't want to do this because I have trauma and whatever, and then he just kept doing it. Leaving out the fact that they voluntarily did A, B, and C. So in this situation, I, I can't see a situation where if it if it plays out like this, that you should just kind of just well, let's just see what happens, which would never end, never goes well. Yeah, that that can't go well, and then. You know, in coming back, if the person is willing to do some work, depending on how severe it is, if they're like, okay, well, I have had therapy and I have I have some tools and I just got away from it. So let's take a few, you know, weeks or months away from the heavy stuff and maybe just do some light role play. Um, and, and, I'll, and then at that point, you need to renegotiate back in mm -hmm. to the S&M because you need to reestablish the game because you broke the first game. You know, that's 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 now done. And now you have to decide if you're going to work that out and reestablish those boundaries and then follow those boundaries and then take that easy, you know, 
more gentle road back into the kink. So it doesn't mean you can't have hard kink again. It doesn't mean you can't do knife play or any of the uh, triggery trauma plays that used to trigger you in the past. But it definitely means you're going to have to rework that game. Yeah, and uh, like the the relationship, if it if it continues, is going to change either way. So, um, and and something right. we talked about with with kinky relationships before, anyway, is that you need to have regular check ins, and things are going to change. So, if it's something this drastic, it, it it can't not change. And if either of you are expecting it to go back to the way it was, then you're you're going to be even more disappointed. Good point. That's a hell of a good point. It's changed. Yeah, get over after, it. After after any sort of trauma, it it, it, it could be it, uh, trauma to the relationship. It could be um, a, a, an issue like this. It can also be uh, maybe like somebody dies, or that you just have a really big argument about something, or whatever. Like the relationship is, things are going to change the trajectory of your relationship, no matter what you do. And so you you need to that that that's part of what what makes relationships interesting. And so, like, if you're not ready for that to occur and if you're not ready to have those hard conversations pretty regularly throughout the relationship, then this goes for monogamous and polyamorous or any any kind of relationship. Um, You're you're going to have a lot more hardship because you're not ready for things. If you're not ready for things to change, it's just going to make it even harder. God damn an enigma. <laughs> so it was like that was like Nietzsche fucking Lutzow fucking level philosophy shit. <coughs> that was real that I'm just telling you man that that was just perfectly that was great. Thank you. Cuz okay. it is true. Why would you want to be you know you're not really in a relationship if you're not in a dynamic changing evolving situation with somebody then is it it's what is it? That's not how even that's nothing in the universe works like that. Nothing. Not a single thing in biology, not a single thing in any Yeah, that was pretty fucking deep shit. <laughs> Just went on there, buddy. Yes, everything's going to change and then you said the magic words. If it uh uh if you're not ready for change, you're going to be very disappointed in life. Yep. In the totality of your life and surely in this situation but once again, to be hopeful, absolutely, mm-hmm. there is a ton of room for this situation to work out and both these individuals to become stronger because of it. Mm-hmm. If there is a choice, yes. if you just make that choice that we're going to work and you need to write down what that work is, because we all know that everybody says, no, I, I, I'm going to be better. But if you don't have a specific plan for how you're going to get better, if you don't have a specific set of steps in front of you, the likelihood is, is that you will make no improvements and history will repeat itself and you will become your parents, la da 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 da, all of the same shit. If you want to get better and deal with the change that Enigma so eloquently spoke about, (laughs) you need to have a plan of action for what that change looks like. And that's the positive. That's where I was excited about this topic. It's a shitty way to get to a positive, mm-hmm. but it's it's very real. And we've I've gone through it multiple times with multiple partners. Go through it with myself on a daily basis. It's good stuff. 
Yeah, and, and and I think if if this person hears this, or or, or if I hope this person gets a, a similar uh, similar similar advice, but like that this does what we're getting at is this like this doesn't mean this relationship is over, but it's definitely going to be different, and and yeah, you need to be ready for that. Yeah. Mm. Not as fun as hard anal, but uh, hard <laughs> anal and chicken suit. I mean, it depends on which side of the hard anal you're on. It. it well, there's definitely a fucking going on. There's yes, yes. It's just more emotional than than a guy in a chicken suit. Mm-hmm. I would do that. I, would I, do I know that. you would on, I on would camera. I would put on a chicken suit and fuck someone, mm-hmm. and I would even cluck the whole time, <laughs> like aggressively, like like with intention, like bark, 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 yes, bark, 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 like who's your daddy? But in chicken mm-hmm. or rooster, I guess I'd be a rooster because I have a cock. Yeah, yeah, you'd be more rooster. It'd be more roostery. Can I just be a chicken with a cock, like a chicks with dicks? <laughs> no. <laughs> you walked right into it. I believe you walked into that. Yeah. Chicks with dicks. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and get out of this segment now. Okay. Yeah, thank, thanks, Enigma. How do people get a hold of us if they want to <laughs> add to the conversation? Well, if they would like to comment on that last bit, um, they can reach out to us on social media. Uh, we, we're on Instagram at Perverted Podcast. We're on Twitter at Perverted Pcast, and you can find us on FetLife. There's both a group and a page. Just search Perverted Podcast. Oh, wise and dignified Enigma. <laughs> <laughs> And that is and that is the end of show 372. Thank you for joining us. If you have questions, comments, or topics you'd like us to cover, please reach out to us at pervertedpodcast at gmail.com, or you can find us on TikTok or in Instagram under the name Perverted Podcast. And you can also find us on FetLife, where there's both a Perverted Podcast group and page. You can support us for free by hitting the like or subscribe button on whatever app you're listening to us on. It really does help us get out there and uh, seen by more kinksters like you. And if you'd like to do a little bit more to support us, please consider donating five bucks if you give a fuck to our Patreon account at patreon.com slash perverted podcast. And as always, love and smushy kisses to all of our patrons around the world. Your support means the world to us. Thank you to all of our lovely zombies and people that are dedicated to listening to our insanity. We really do believe in you, but it's just so exciting to be doing this show. And I'm, I mean, in a lot of sense, there's a lot of motivation to get out and do things just because I know the listeners want me to. I know the listeners are like, no, really, we don't want to hear your fucking whining anymore. Get the fuck up and go spank an ass. Just go spank an ass. So uh, thank you to my... Thank you to my wonderful friends, uh, our listeners. Thank you, Path Girl. Um, you know, for just uh, always pushing me. It's just, uh, and if I didn't have that, I would never push. So, uh, guess we'll see you guys on the next one. And uh, here's a recording of a pretty song. <laughs> So
flies She wipes out Dirty dreams across her skies She laughs aloud No one knows just why She falls down so hard She cannot cry The white witch breaks her your shadows when you're Hides your shadows when you're there. 